Good day, y'all, and welcome to the Hump Day Chronicles. You're on Love the Journey with Miro. We slow like we are slow, but we really, really are. <laughs> How's it going? How you doing? You crushing this hump day? You ready to? Or what? Hope you enjoyed the last episode about my uh, couple social media tips. Uh, my little Halloween edition, I guess you can say. <laughs> hope, you, uh, hope you enjoyed your Halloween. But that being said, I said I had my first ever dual interview coming up. So I'm, uh, that call-in is about to happen right now. Hopefully everything works out just right. I gotta, I'm really excited to have them on. Uh, they represent, it's Adam and Carolyn. They represent Zelf Digital Marketing. They were actually the ones that helped bring HodgePodge to life. <laughs> in, uh, in web terms. They, they created GoHodgePodge.com. Uh, they work together. And uh, yeah, I don't want to go more into it. I'll leave it for them. So here, here it goes. Hello. Welcome to Love the Journey. What's hey. going on, man? How are you doing? Good. How are both of you? Can't, can't complain. Can't complain. Just another day. Yeah, so uh, like I was saying, I got Zelf Digital Marketing uh, on the line. We got Adam. Uh, the man himself running it, running the show, and uh, Carolyn, <laughs> uh, the marketing guru, right? The genius, yeah, yes. Yeah. Happy to be here. The queen. <laughs> if you two want to give me a quick background, I guess just Adam, you can go first. Yeah, I mean, you want me to tell you kind of my history, like how I got kind of here, basically? Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I'll try to keep it simple. It's actually, it goes pretty far back, but uh, around the time I was 13, 14, you know, I was playing... Uh, online games with friends, and we would build, or I would build, clan websites. So that's kind of where it initially started, got me interested in the online world, and I kind of self-taught myself over time different skills, you know, learning Photoshop with tutorials, uh, different coding languages and so forth. Did that for a couple years, and I actually ran a uh, a message board where people could share uh, files, movies and so forth, so kind of like an early stage of torrents. Um, and I was 14, 15 at the time, and I ran some Google ads, and Google would send me a check every month. So I was like, wow, you know, can actually make some money at doing this. And then, you know, I stepped away from it for a little while uh, later in the high school years and, and early college years. Um, and then a friend of mine who I had worked with, uh, based out of Florida, actually, he, he was still sticking with it. He actually continued the domain for Zelf. So I had bought the domain in, in 04. And after I stepped away from kind of the web world, he continued to, to use it, which was good because I, you know, it would have expired had, had he not done that. Um, so, you know, me and him reconnected probably around 2009, 2010, and we decided to do things on the side while we had our, our day jobs, and we were just freelancing, making some extra cash, um, picking up odd jobs, uh, freelance websites, Craigslist, mm -hmm. and then actually around 20... 2012, I took a job at an IT company based out of Oak Brook, Illinois, um, and they were a full-service IT company. They did they did it all: managed services, computer repair, and then I ran the web department. Well, as time went on, they you know web is a little different than your standard IT. I mean, it's more of a creative field, so it's not the same necessarily. I mean, we are using computers, but it's really just it's more of a creative field. Um, so they kind of wanted to branch off and focus in on some of their other IT, you know, core specialties. So I was in a position where they knew I was running my uh, side business nights and weekends. 
And so basically I made an acquisition agreement with them where I would take over their current client base um, in exchange for paying them a, a royalty over a given period of time. And so it kind of was good for both of us. It gave me a chance to kind of branch off and do my business full time. Um, well, also, they could uh, let their customers know, hey, you're in good hands. You've worked with Adam before because he was your direct contact. Um, so, you know, that's that's kind of been my story. Um, did you have any uh, questions on that? That's quite a lot, man. I, I no, I apologize. I was over the place. No, no, that's awesome. I had no idea that stealth went that far back, man. It's like, a lot of history. Yeah, a lot of history behind it. I thought it was uh, roughly, you know, a few years old, but no, nah, man. This has been for a while. <laughs> you got to put that like founded in 1990 or something. I don't know. <laughs> Add that yeah, I mean, it's funny when I uh, first started getting into the uh, industry is when, you know, Facebook was first being built. And I kind of look back, you know, I watched uh, like the movie, like the social network. So you could see the inner workings of how that all started in the college dorm room. And it fascinated me. I always wonder sometimes, had I stuck with it, you know, never really stepped away that was kind of those were the prime years to be in the web industry because it was before the market was flooded. Um, there was a lot of opportunities to to make money um, during that period. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I have uh, <laughs> <Right>. thought about. <laughs> yeah, that could be with any industry, but uh, yeah. All right, now let's go to Carolyn. Yeah. I'm live streaming. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, uh, I'll let her kind of give you a little background. Yeah. Um, I definitely didn't start when I was twelve. I was not into business. <laughs> Um, but I graduated college and I thought I needed to get like a quote unquote real job. So I started selling toilets (laughs) at a bathroom store and I hated my life. So I, um, started, I had a friend that owns a restaurant and he was like, Hey, do you want to start doing our social media? So I just started doing it for fun and I found I was good at it. And, um, so then I was like, I should just make money doing this. So... I uh, quit my job at the toilet place, and I started doing that full-time and getting clients and mostly, like, restaurants and bars, doing all their social media, their websites, photography and video. And I found these guys, well, Adam, yeah. on uh, Craigslist. About a year ago. Good old Craigslist. <laughs> Here we are. So my story <laughs> definitely is not as long. Yeah. Oh. Started about a few years ago, so but it's fun, you know. I taught myself everything. I taught myself Photoshop mm-hmm. and photography and um, online marketing and advertising, and it's going pretty well. That's awesome. Actually, I love to hear that because I did a whole episode just about like social media and how you know people could just start it up, you know, by simply learning themselves and going yeah. out there, looking at the resources. So it's, I love it. It's a ton of fun. You know, there's always something new to promote, and it's so visual, so that's why I love it. Yeah, I mean, we work with a lot of industries, too, so we get the uh, kind of the inside knowledge of how these different companies operate because we have to learn about them in order to effectively market them. So, I mean, even, you know, uh, talking with you and working with you with HodgePodge, it was a, it was a good experience because there's a lot of stuff I've never, you know, knew about, a, lo- a lot of different industries, so... Um, we worked with a lot of new products that uh, were just coming to market, um, and we could learn about from start to finish how the concept happened, you know, building the e-commerce website, and then actually the marketing of those products. 
Yeah, exactly. I definitely agree. Um, so, and then you bring up Craigslist. Like I used to think Craigslist was kind of dying out, and then yeah, you you brought it up to me, and I took a look at it. I'm like, man, there is actually still quite some uh, some push. You know, it's oh, still people on it. it. <laughs> Craigslist is still in the top thirty of most visited websites on the internet today. Um, so it is a great uh, resource for leads and, I mean, obviously buying goods and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you, when I was freelancing, and I, you know, I was going to mention this before, one of the main uh, sources of finding leads is me and my buddy from Florida, we built a script that would allow us to search uh, Craigslist nationally for given keywords. So we would, every day, we'd, we'd run this script for specific keywords, whether it was websites, web development, whatever it is, it would search Craigslist uh, over the country and show us the, the listings for the past 24 hours. So we would just mass email. We'd go through there, read through them, see which ones we knew we could you know, uh, do work for, and we would send them an email. And I'll tell you, that by itself kind of snowballed. We started getting referral businesses. And even though we are a marketing company, we spend so much time marketing for our clients, we don't actually do a lot of advertising for our business. And primarily because we haven't needed to. You know, referrals have been fantastic. Um, yeah, man, it's all about the referrals. Like, we're already noticing on our end in my uh, at Hodgepodge that referrals are definitely key. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, for uh-huh. sure. Okay, so you guys definitely, uh, you got, you already got my next question down. I was going to see how you two kind of ended up here together. And yeah. you said it was all through Craigslist. And um, do you do you feel like, I guess, you know, whichever one wants to take the question next. Do you feel like you found your passion? Like, is this it? Do you, are you are you trying to attain more? And if so, I, what? How did you get there? Was it the trial and error? Did you know right away you're going to be a, you know, web designer running a company? Did you know you're going to be, you know, doing all these different social media, uh, type things? Like, how did you know? At least for me, I mean, when I was younger, I was always fascinated by the web itself. Um, kind of just like the, the connectivity level of how you can reach so many different people. Um, you know, that was kind of the first step. And then actually I was raised by, surrounded by uh, entrepreneurs. So like my mother owns a hair salon. My first main job was a, uh, uh, at a wood shop, a small business. And he actually had uh, uh, several creations that he, uh, inventions that he made. So he made, you know, like an air hockey table. Um, he invented a, a version of that, but powered by, it was an ice hockey surface, so with a refrigeration system. And so I actually helped him build it, and we marketed it to uh, a couple different places to try to get it sold. Um, there wasn't much of a market for it because they'd have to be sold for, you know, six or 7000 A lot of people aren't going to spend the money on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that kind of gave me that, you know, desire to want to work for myself. And, you know, even though I love, uh, you know, websites and, and things of that nature. I think what I really like doing is is running businesses. So whether I was doing this or something else, um, I kind of just like the process, the business process, you know, because you get a little of everything. You, you get to meet with customers, so you got sales, you got the work itself, I've got some project managing, you got the marketing ends of it. Um, I don't like the tax and bookkeeping side of it, but that's, that's another aspect. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's how I feel. You, what's your what's I your mean, opinion? For me, I like I did the nine to five thing for a while, like mm-hmm. six, and I totally hated it. Yeah. And so I figure that if I can be my own boss, make my own hours, and do something that's fun, that engages the community, that's creative, you know, I'm kind of like Adam. Like I like 
instead of kind of doing the dirty work myself, I like the business side of it. But you got to grow. You got to start somewhere. Yep. Got to do the dirty work. It's kind of like you put in the the time up front, you know, build the business, and then you start to hire people, and you can kind of step back from it a little bit and, and get into more of a managerial role. Um, which is really kind of how you grow. Because I learned even when I was freelancing, you only have so many hours in a week. You can only bill for so many hours. And so at a certain point, you're kind of capped. And that's kind of one of the things that happens with freelancers. It's what are your choices? I mean, you either continue to raise your rate or you're working 60, 70 hours a week in order to make more uh, profit. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if you expand your resources, you know, and I'm sure you know this too, you hire more people on your team, you can take a higher volume of work. Um, and, and that's kind of what we've learned with uh, just over time. Like having her here, I've only had her here for a year now, but it's, it takes a load off my back, so I don't have to worry about that aspect, that functionality of the business, um, and, and it's, it's made a great impact. So human resources is huge. And now so cool. go, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, and now it's cool, too. We can offer so many more services, mm-hmm. having more people. You know, we can offer all the marketing aspects, so social media, email, Advertising, stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's definitely the best way to grow and for any company, no matter what industry it's in. Um, but I guess uh, going off of that, some people that I know, and how do you feel, Adam, personally? How did you feel giving up some of those control, you know, some of that control? Like, how did you, you know? Well, how were you uh, able to do that? To give you an idea, I mean, uh, kind of a few years ago, so I had worked with a buddy of mine, and he handled all the design work, right? I would do development, he would do the design. And so the customers kind of got accustomed to his uh, design style. And every designer has their own style. And it's, you know, it's always subjective. I mean, there's best practices in design, staying up with the time, uh, you know, of modern-looking websites and so forth. Um, but then he kind of took a, a full-time job. And he couldn't take the volume of uh, side work that I, you know, I had to give him. So we had to seek out a new designer. And I'll tell you what, it was a nerve-wracking process because, apologize, we got a train coming by right now. Our, our office is right by uh, train station. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there it goes. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I interviewed a lot of different designers. And one of the things I wanted is, although we're in an industry where you can work with a lot of people remotely, like you don't necessarily have to be um, in the same state, in the same building, I kind of have this thing where I want to work with someone local if I need to meet with them. You know, uh, they can come into the office. They could potentially meet with a customer so we can all collaborate. Um, so I actually, we connected with a, uh, a designer in Streamwood, which we're in Roselle, so it's not far at all, 10 minutes away. Um, and she's been fantastic. It was a smooth transition. So it was a stressful process trying to find somebody and, and kind of like you said, pass off that, that torch in a sense. And now we've brought on additional developers. And I think there's an onboarding process after you've kind of gone through it a little bit. You learn how to properly interview. You learn how to read people. Um, you know, I've gotten to the point where I give people like a test project so I can see how they do. Even if I have to pay them on it, you know, and it's not up to par what we're looking for, it's better than doing, you know, 10 projects together that are not in line with the, the quality we want to deliver. And, and that's kind of another point. We don't want to market ourselves as a value company. We don't want to do 50 you know, $500 websites because you're focused on getting them done as quick as possible rather than quality. Um, and I think turn ends up being a lot better. You know, you, you invest a little bit more and, and you get a greater return. So it's like, it's like anything else, you know. 
Um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> yeah, those those are some great tips. That's for sure. Um, I think a lot of a lot of listeners will find a lot of those tips from both of you very useful. Uh, that's for sure. So moving on, uh, wh- what are both of your goals? Like if I were to check in with you, let's say a few months, like half a year down the road, where do you see yourself? You know, what's any any anything tangible? Any numbers you want to put out there? Anything you're uh, looking to attain? So I can kind of keep you in check. <laughs> you know, I've been. I've been doing most of the talking. I mean, do you have any goals that you want? Come on. No, you, want yeah, you don't want to answer the question. No, I mean, uh, let's Both see. of you. I want to hear both of you. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. My goals? I just want to work with more. I mean, a lot of what I work with now is, like, restaurants and bars and stuff because it's just fun, you know. There's a lot happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see more, get more into the city, the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, just grow, you know. Yeah, I, grow. I mean, even our office space, and I know, yeah. I know you've been here before, Meryl, but it, yeah. we're kind of capped out on square footage. So I mean, if we were to hire any more, we'd have to look at a, you know, a new office. So I mean, that's constantly a thought on the back of my mind. We are maximizing the current uh, office size, you know. And I I always want to add new services to uh, what we can offer. So we've linked up with. Uh, actually an awesome guy that does 360-degree uh, virtual tours, which is really useful for uh, restaurants and bars, kind of like Carolyn was saying. So if you're a new hip bar and restaurant, we work with a few downtown, and you have an awesome space, one of the biggest ways to market the company is to show off that space. And so we can do 360-degree uh, virtual tours where people can click through without actually going to the, to the restaurant in person. We can do uh, uh, video work and a lot of the – a cool effect nowadays on some of the websites we've done is when you first land on the website, it's a looping video background, a full-width looping video background. So it almost feels like you're inside the space through your computer. Um, gives people a good feel of the atmosphere and the environment. So things like that, I mean, goals, you know, expand services. Um, kind of. Cool. Oh, sorry. No, as I mean, go like ahead. Videos, we do some cool drone videos. Like yeah. Some drone videos, which is awesome for. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> Taping or I mean anything or like you know restaurants any business. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of great new technologies out there, Um, and and like I said, we we've been looking more into uh, focusing on a little more SEO and conversions. You integrating social media, um, advertising uh, campaigns. So obviously there's Google AdWords and there's Facebook ads, and dollar for dollar nowadays you can't. You can't do any better than online marketing. Your return versus investment is bar none the best you can do. And, I mean, even if you look at uh, how the industry has been going, Amazon, for example, is putting all these brick-and-mortar businesses out of business. You know, even for myself, Amazon Fresh nowadays, they'll, you can order groceries at 9 p.m., and by 7 in the morning, they're sitting on your doorstep. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? The convenience is, is unreal. Yeah, it's astonishing, honestly. Um, all right, well, I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you both to it when I check in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. Uh, I definitely, but I, I don't see why you guys wouldn't attain any of these and more. So, well, you. you know, to spin it back on you, I mean, what are your goals? <laughs> this is not the first time I got asked this. Uh, I, I, got, I, I got it spun back at me last time, and yeah. that was the, and that was actually an interview that failed because there was like this noise uh, during the recording. It was. 
and we didn't hear it. And later on, it was like, so now we got to re-record it. But, I mean, really quick, honestly, right now, I'm trying to, uh, with the HodgePodge company, I'm trying to grow it. Um, I want to get, you know, get a staff of 10 people. That's definitely, like, the next uh, goal, like, within a year. Pretty much where we have jobs, where we have, like, three to four trucks, and pretty much they're being utilized at all times. But not just that, more, like, I want to grow my brand as well, my Love the Journey brand, and kind of just, <clears throat> I want to spread, I want to spread the love, and I want to, you know, spread people's stories around, and kind of build up, build up the whole brand that I got going, kind of, it's, I want to have more of a presence out there than I already, than I do, and, you know, that's kind of, I don't want to get, like, too into it, like, with numbers or anything like that, but definitely, like, through social media and all that, um, it's, if, if it, as you probably noticed, I'm definitely, you know, been, been a lot all over it, you know, whether... Oh, yeah, I, you've been doing great, <laughs> I mean, and I love the uh, brand itself. How long has, uh, love the journey, how long have you been doing this? I see. I started it up all just to give a friend motivation to come into work every day. So mm. that's like the funniest thing behind it. Um, I recorded a podcast for fun because I always wanted to do like videos or something. I always did like Snapchat was my big thing, but I wanted to expand. You know, I recently started yeah. a YouTube channel too. And I did it as a joke. And next thing you know, it kind of took off. Everybody at work loved it. They like, we listened to it every morning. It was like the <laughs> thing to listen to. Next thing you know, there's like, 40 different people at work listening to it. I'm like, oh, man. Well, and then, uh, I don't know, then kind of like once you put yourself out there and you just try and you do something, you know, you sort of become, like, obligated and, you know, you realize you this is a little bit. Doing. Huh? Hold you accountable a little bit because, you know, you got yeah. people that are looking forward to it. Exactly. And, and yeah. it feels good. It feels good when people reach out to you and uh, want some tips and some advice and any, any way, you know, whether you can connect somebody like me Hopefully, I could connect you with a new customer or somebody else that was looking for tips on marketing, social media, can connect with you guys, you know, and like vice versa. That's kind of what I'm trying to do at a bigger picture, at a bigger level. So, that's kind of a lot, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's great when you can see the people you're trying to reach really respond and engage and share your stuff and... It's really rewarding, especially with marketing. Yeah, when you, you see know, the branding. impact. That's why we we like to work with a lot of local businesses yeah. because we can actually see the results. You know what I mean? Yeah, anytime you can see anything, anytime, you know, it's just that's why I always say like to give back and to tell people how they're really doing and let them know your feelings because it does really make a difference at the end of the day for yeah. whoever it is. So, yeah. you know, it's nice it's nice to be good. <laughs> I always always want to promote that. Um, all right. Well, this is the last segment of the show. It's the it's a new segment actually. I'm just incorporating right now. It's the we are not slow segment, and huh. it's sort of like the lightning round. And let's go, Adam. You're gonna go. Uh, you're gonna go first. I have a couple okay. quick questions, and yep. you're gonna answer them. Uh, <laughs> you don't you don't have any time to really think about it. You gotta answer them right away. Okay. So, here we go. First question. One item. If you're deserted on an island, what's the one item you want with you? Uh, cell phone. Uh, your icon growing up? Uh, like person? Yes. Uh, icon. I mean, I, I was big into Eminem. I don't know if I'd call him an icon, but... That's uh, what it is. F- favorite book? Uh, favorite book? Um, actually, one of the first... I can't remember the name of it. One of the first books I read on design and development um, by Smashing Magazine. It was one of their first releases. I don't know the exact name, but... 
Um, it was a it was a physical. They had PDFs, but I bought a physical version and had it actually mailed to me. And I read it like three times. <laughs> Big biggest fear. Biggest fear failure. All right, Carolyn, on to you. All right, she's all right, up. All right. She's up. I got this. Let's go. One really? item. If you're deserted on an island. Deserted island. Um. One item. Um, Netflix. Coffee. Is that an item? Coffee. <laughs> Netflix it is. <laughs> All right. right, icon, your icon growing up. Audrey Hepburn. Hmm. I yeah, I got guessed. class. I would not have guessed. Eminem. Hater, man. <laughs> what is it? Audrey Hepburn. Favorite book? Harry Potter. <laughs> now, now you're giving me a hard time. <laughs> and biggest, biggest fear? I copy failure or spiders. I was going to say spiders failure is what I was going to say. And what tip do you have for your boss? What tip do you have for uh, for your boss if he wasn't listening? For Adam, what tips do I have? Fuck. Give me a long <laughs> list. <laughs> All right. No, you can throw that one out. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you two uh, enjoyed being on Love the Journey. Taking for, thanks for uh, taking some time out during, uh, I know it's uh all these days are very busy, and you know we're limited on time. So I'm glad to have both of you on. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. So yeah, much. let's let's do it again. Why don't we do a check-in, like you said, and uh, we'll hold each other accountable. Yeah. Definitely in a few months, that's for sure. Awesome, man. Great talking with you. Enjoy the rest yeah. of your day. All right. Great talking to both of you. Take care. Yeah. Take it easy, man. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. That was Zelf Digital Marketing, everybody. You can uh, catch him on Facebook, Instagram, Google, you know, find him wherever. It's exactly how it sounds. Zelf Digital Marketing with a Z. That was awesome. That was Adam and Carolyn. Uh, hope you enjoyed the couple of new uh, segments I added at the end. I like to have a little fun with it. I definitely want to do things like that more often, you know, new ideas into the show, keep things fun. But, you know, most importantly, hope you got something out of it. Hope you learned something, got some good tips. Maybe you can, uh, you know, if you want to reach out to them, you want to hit me up, you want to get their contact info, let me know. I am here. We are here for you. And, uh, yeah, that's that. Hope you enjoyed another episode of the Hump Day Chronicles. You've been on Love the Journey with Miro. We slow like we are slow. Though we really, really y'all. <laughs> and I'll be talking to you soon. Hope you're crushing your week. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.